0: Hello and welcome to Understanding Creativity with Mitch Lagos. You might have uh, recognized that little sting there from a wonderful song called Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Um, I've been singing it all day, so I just thought I'd sing a bit for you at the start of this little journey that we're about to go on. So today's episode I'm going to call my unfortunate audition experience. Uh, uh, As you may or might not know, I am a professional musical theatre performer. And as comes with a job, like a lot of inconsistency, you have to To be auditioning and impressing people, etc., etc. And uh, I had an audition today for School of Rock the Musical, which, you know, should be any person's kind of dream to audition for a School of Rock the Musical. That's if you're a sane human being. Um, And it was, you know, it wasn't the worst audition experience, but it was an unfortunate audition experience. I'll talk you through it. So I had prepped two songs, uh, as they asked, one musical theatre song and one rock song. Uh, So I didn't have a lot of time to prep, so I picked what I knew. I picked a song called The Proposal from the autobiography of Samantha Brown by Kerrigan and Loudermilk, and I picked uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Um, had uh, a couple of days of practice, which was good, you know, the nice big belty songs uh, really shut off my range, a bit of rock, uh, a bit of comedy, a bit of serious stuff, so I thought, you know, this is the package is good, I'll take this into the audition room, and hopefully what i practiced, I can bring in, you know, uh, 80% of what i practiced at home, I'd like to bring into the audition room, um, so I always turn up very early to my auditions, um, Always, uh, I turn up early to everything. It's a bad habit, but maybe it's a good habit. It's just a habit that I have turning up early to things. So, I was there for 45 minutes early, which is good. You know, it gives me time to just chill out. I'm a pacer, so I'll pace around um, and just try to calm my breath, etc um, it's funny, the audition scene in Melbourne is different when you, the expectation is you go in, you sing your song, you leave, and it's either a yes or a no to the next round pretty quite quick. So, um, the first thing that, uh, was probably an unfortunate thing that happened. I was I didn't, I don't have a lot of my clothes in Melbourne, so I didn't really, I wasn't confident in my choice of clothing, which may sound like a silly thing, but uh, sometimes wearing the right costume for an audition can really give you that extra kick to be comfortable to perform the songs you know the way you can perform them. Um, I had planned to go in with one costume and then the second song, you know, take up my jacket and sing the next one a bit more chilled. Uh, so, costumes, kind of a thing, is important. And um, so, when I when I got called up to go audition, uh, there was a lady who called me up, and I was like, okay, cool. I had a little jog up the stairs. I was like, energy, here we go, ready to go. Uh, I went to shake her hand, and she didn't really kind of realize and she had a pen and she kind of went to shake my hand too but it was like super awkward and she like stabbed me in the hand (laughs) and I was like oh she was like oh I stabbed you with the pen isn't that I was like yeah this is fucking awkward but you're on the audition panel so I'm gonna smile and laugh through it I walk into the room I'm like oh hey guys how you doing head over to the penis as you do they're like, oh, what are you singing? Tell them what I'm sing- singing, but as, as my songs are a mouthful, I'm singing the proposal from the autobiography of Samantha Brown by Kerrigan and Loudermilk is the first song. I had a little stumble on my words and I was like, oh, that's a good first, that's, that's a good way to start the ball. Um, it wasn't a good way to start the ball. So I talked to the pianist through the songs, we, you know, I was asking, hey, how how you doing, had a long day, yeah. It always uh, helps to be nice to your pianist, because they are your best friend in the audition room. However, today the pianist was not my best friend in the audition room. Um, The song is quite a weird one, the proposal, so I wasn't able to get a backing track, so hearing the piano fresh was kind of difficult. It was very soft. I was singing very loud, which is quite quite a bummer. Uh, She played the song very soft as well. Um, so that was, it was unfortunate. I couldn't hear the piano. I didn't really know what I was looking out for and the timing was kind of a little bit all over the place and it took me out of the Took me a little bit out of the moment and it's a song where uh, the first line is have sex with me So it's very much intended to be clown comedic up paced fun loud fast, but I, uh, she didn't get that feel um, So that's a bummer and it was, I, you know, I sang well, I hit all the high notes, I did all the right things, but I just wasn't in the song because I was kind of pulled in a few different directions and about halfway through I was like, I'm not even gonna listen out for the piano anymore, like we're in two different worlds. So that is an unfortunate audition experience when you have an awkward first impression and then uh, not such a great relationship with the, the keyboard sound. Uh, which has happened to me a few times here in Australia because they're so quick about it They're like, come into the room, watch the songs, you stand there, you sing, you're out And it, it's, it's such an... it's interesting I mean, I understand they have a lot of people to get through But there is a, like an archaic element to it That they're going to give you one minute to prove that you can uh, be in their show with a pianist who doesn't know your music in a room you don't know the sound of, etc., etc. et cetera. Et cetera. I, I, I think musical theater is is a great thing, but the audition experience is so in the dark ages. Does anyone else out there agree with me um, that we should just be able to take in our own backing tracks? We live in the age of technology. I mean, like, if they want to be, like, serious about it, like, they save money, I don't know. Um... But yeah, it would be nice to have a backing track that I have practiced with that I know I can hear I can give you a proper performance as opposed to you're gonna get like Me kind of shitting all over the place Um, it's a little bit of a rant for you. I guess I'm a bit annoyed at the pianist and all that sort of stuff. I could blame the pianist, but, you know, it's probably my two days of preparation. And starting with a very heavily comedic song was also possibly an unfortunate choice. I think I was more confident with the kiss from a rose, so I should have stuck with that. Um, Yeah, there's not a lot of info on... Okay, let me step it back for a bit. Let me try to understand the the flow process of what the experience was that I had. I was trying to maintain a certain level of energy that was up and jittery and a clown-like kind of energy. Um, I think I was ungrounded. I think I was wobbling around a lot. I could have taken my time more in the room. I think if I didn't try to shake the hand of the lady who had the pen in her hand, uh, it would have... It it, just kind of like a small thing just kind of knocked me out a bit. So having awareness of things like that, I think it's always nice to go up to the panel and to go along the board and just say, hey, how you doing? I'm Mitch. Um, I felt the offer was there, but because I had that awkward... normally I would do such a thing, but because I had that awkward little handshake with the girl just before going in, I I second-guessed it and I went straight to the penis. So it's interesting how one little thing like that can kind of throw you off all over the place um which is i really dislike that about the australian audition experience they didn't even ask me to sing my second song which was you know it happens when they when you give a shit performance they're like all right like we're not going to waste our time cuz we got a lot of people to get through but um yeah i guess maybe maybe musical theater is like an oversaturated scene <laughs> And in, because that doesn't mean that it's not possible. I think there's a lot of uh, uh, people that are, you know, succeeding and there's a lot of people that are growing in the scene. So it's good that a lot of people are trying, etc. But I think the thing that is lacking is an appropriate breathing space to give a performer the right chance to show and prove what they're capable of, I I know I haven't had that experience yet in Australia, whereas in Singapore I was given two songs, two monologues, a bit of a chat, a bit of space, and I always got the gig because I had the space to show myself better. So that's, I'm not sure how, I haven't yet cracked how to do the instant into the room sing, you make a good impression, you skip out. I had one audition for Book of Mormon that was good. Um, where I did the audition, I got called to the the dance call, uh, and then I did all the things. I got all the way to the end and sent off a tape, um, which was cool. Um, but, yeah, I still have yet to crack that. So if anybody has any tips out there on how to go into an audition room that is so quick like that, and to be able to make a good impression, not let the nurse, uh, Tip you over and how to show your best self in 30 seconds, in a very predetermined 30 seconds. I would love any advice for myself and for my listeners, all of you two people out there right now. But um, I do this podcast to be able to practice many things. my reflections on my creative journey, uh, my thoughts on creativity as as a whole, and just practicing how to be able to communicate myself better. I hit record and I don't stop until the episode is done every time, so um, sometimes I do an intro first and then do the bulk of it, but yeah, I'm trying to practice many skills here at once, so if you're listening, I appreciate it and... I think if anybody is listening at this point in time, whether it be in the past, uh, well, this is President Mitchell saying in the past, but if anybody listens, is listening to this right now, contact me and I will send you a free shirt. Ah uh, yes, that's what I'll do, I'll send you a free shirt. Because you're an early listener and you're listening to my early works, and you made it through my rant for the day, so I think you deserve it. All right. Um, this has been the Mitch Lagos audio show with my, not the Mitch, we, we, we cut that. We're going to Understanding Creativity with Mitch Lagos. Uh, thank you very much for listening and I'll be back again tomorrow for another episode. Much love. Peace out.